Hello and welcome to the Everyday Adventure Podcast. My name is Nikki Bass and I will be bringing you thoughts and ideas and hopefully some inspiration on how to build more adventure into your everyday life. So it's an absolute pleasure today to welcome Rianne Patanikan to the show. Rianne is the founder of Black Girls Hike, which is a small charity which she set up to create a safe space for black women to enjoy the outdoors. And this is something I, when I found Rianne's account on Instagram and found out more about her work, I find it personally really inspiring in terms of what she is doing, what she's looking to push forward but also in terms of something that is very close to to my heart in terms of the podcast as well, which is about representation and which is about providing positive role models where people feel that they're not only inspiring, but they're also relatable, that actually these are people who who I can connect with, who I can see and and who I can feel actually that's something that I can give this a try. So on the back of an episode we ran a couple of weeks ago, which was around race and outdoor spaces and actually the overwhelming whiteness of these spaces, and what we can do to make those more inclusive and in the first place notice this silent exclusion and actually push forward and and think about ways in which we break down those barriers. I thought it was really important to have a conversation with Rianne, but also to find out more about her own experiences and her own personal journey in terms of getting into the outdoors. So Rianne, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And I guess my first question really is to hear from you in your own words what inspired you to set up Black Girls Hype, where the idea came from and how you got started. So um, the ideas came from a train journey that I was on last year. So I was going through the Peak District on the train on the train, and I was just like looking out the window and looking at all the views. And I kept on seeing like hikers get on and off. And I just decided that I want to take up hiking this year. Um, and I think it'll be something that's good to do in like my spare time and it's also really good for your mental health and your well-being so I just decided that I didn't know actually how long the idea was going to last because you know when you're just like oh I'm going to do something new and you never really get around to it mm-hmm. um, so then I just set up an Instagram page a few days later and then like two three months after that we had our first walk and that was kind of like my first proper hike because I hadn't done any hiking before and so I set up the group really just as kind of like people to go hiking with mainly. So it's it's about creating a community for yourself as well as much as you know finding a way to help you get out there and, and get started too. Yeah. That's so interesting. And, and I guess I, one of the conversations we had previously was all around this sort of idea about adventure and what adventure means. And I think there's lots of inspiring posts and information out there about going on really big adventures. But one of the things we touched on was this idea of smaller adventures and how just getting started from your sort of back store, like you said, seeing a, a view on a train journey going, oh, I want to get out there. And I just wondered, what does adventure mean to you when you think about it? Um, when I think about adventure, it's it's just a really open term, isn't it? I, I generally think of kind of like going out somewhere, exploring, doing something that you haven't done before. That's all that's all like part of being an adventure. I've just got an allotment and for me at the moment that's like my little mini adventure because I'm kind of like planning what I'm gonna do every day mm-hmm. and I'm like researching and then I'm going there and I get that excited to try new things and I suppose it's kind of like a little a mini adventure in itself really so it is it's the small things as well as the bigger just getting started with something and trying something new can be an adventure in itself 
So you, so you set up your group and where have you found yourself a year later? Um, both have become a bit of an, like maybe like an advocate for black women in the outdoors. So we, after a couple of months of, um, of having the group, um, we got approached by Berghouse and they wanted to support us. Um, so we started getting support from them. And then I became um, a brand ambassador for um, a, a backpack company. We joined the equity steering group for the British Mountain Council. So basically what we're supposed to do is kind of like highlight the issues faced by underrepresented groups and like propose solutions of how they can overcome them. Then we set up as a I set up as a small charitable organisation at the beginning of this year, and now what I'm focusing on is trying to get more um, black outdoor leaders. I'm working on a scheme so we can get people um, trained up, and we're working with mountain training so we can get people doing like the hill um, and mountain skills certificate, and then that'll just give them a bit more confidence to explore by themselves. But then it'll also be able to open up doors, and then they can go and use that within you know their own community and just try and get more people out really so it sounds like things have sort of developed or grown really quickly you said it was it's only a year ago that you had the idea yeah. what do you think it is that about what you've done that has resonated so much with people that you know that people have connected with I suppose within your community and outside I think within my community I think people connected so much because they're like oh I've never considered hiking but actually she makes it look really fun and yeah it's something that I could do because the countryside's there and it's open for everyone and I think from people that are not in my community that have seen like oh look there's this black group of black girls and they're all hiking and then I think that's made them more aware of the lack of representation that there is out there and maybe making I think it's making people question well, why is it like this? Why is the countryside so kind of like a predominantly white space? And what can we do to try and, you know, try and work together and, and overcome that? Um, so, yeah, I think that's where we're up to at the moment. That's how people are seeing us. Brilliant. And I think, you know, like you said, it, when I spoke in the introduction, there was something about, you know, this idea of representation and, and role modelling. And, and I wondered, to, what does that mean in terms of the work you're doing? And, and I guess where have people connected with that too? So usually people say like you can't be what you can't see. So when you do look at anything to do with outdoors media, you never see any, hardly ever see anyone that's like black or brown. And I think that just basically seeing someone that's willing to go out there, I think it kind of inspires people because you, you, sometimes you end up in this situation where because there's no representation, no one wants to be the first person to go because they'll be by themselves and then you just end up stuck and then there's just no progress is there really because no one wants to be the first and like the only one but then I think now that we're that we're going out and we are showing that obviously the outdoors is there for people I think it's just inspiring more people to to um to get out and then I suppose people kind of look up to you then in a sense because you've kind of paved the way as they call it mm. and I think one of the one of the things that I know that we've touched on previously is this idea of a, a psychological safe space that actually mm. part of what you're creating with your group is a space where people feel that things are possible and that they, they're not going to be judged and that, that they can go out and give things a try. And I just wondered, you know, how, how important has that been to you in terms of, of establishing your group? 
I think it's one of the main things really that it is it is a safe space so I never considered opening like starting any other type of hiking group because I work in an office which is predominantly white environment and I just kind of feel like you're always kind of stifled you can never really be yourself and you're never really around people that you can really relate to so you kind of do this kind of like cold switching thing where you you kind of make yourself more palatable to them but you're never really being your true self so I decided that when I'm outside of work I only ever really enter safe spaces because I just like to be comfortable and I like to be around people that I can relate to um, and I think that's why people enjoy coming to the group because that just removes an instant barrier so they know that they're not going to be judged based on the race or their appearance um, and it just makes people feel a lot more comfortable because then they can relate to people that have similar experiences to them and it's just refreshing really when you can kind of have those kind of connections with people that sometimes you might actually be lacking in your life like you might not even know that you're lacking those that kind of connection until you come out with the group mm, and I think you're, you're right I mean I know that that sense of being connected to something as well and feeling that sense of you know something about being in the outdoors where you can have connections that sort of go below the surface in a way they're not just about what did you do today or you know what do you have for tea but you know what actually having creating those sort of relationships quite quickly I think um, one of the things I often find with sort of outdoor and adventure type activities is that because you're outside of your comfort zone that actually you connect and with, with other people that bit more quickly and I just wondered if that had been your experience as well definitely so you kind of feel like you're just amongst friends so even if someone just turns up for the first time you kind of feel like you know them already and and yeah, you do just kind of feel like you're, um, you're instantly connected with them. And that's real nice. Like the atmosphere, like the group atmosphere is something that I like, that I absolutely love. And I really missed it during lockdown, not being able to get out with the girls. Um, because it's just that kind of like that community that you have. Yeah. And that's something I think something that resonates so much with so many of the guests I think I've spoken to as well. That actually just having a sense of community, having other people to encourage you and have your back when you're trying new things is so important but feeling safe in that place too that actually that you know that, that this is this is non, not a judgmental space that this is a place where you can just come and, and give things a go yes. um i was just wondering i guess that because what you've done uh, and, and growing so quickly as you have and, and like you said becoming effectively a, a spokesperson and a brand ambassador in this space what have been some of the challenges you've faced um I think just being a leader is I've, I've found challenging because like I said when you turn up to the group it's kind of like oh we're all just friends mm. so we're all just kind of like walk off together and then after, every now and again I have to realize that I'm actually the leader of this and like people are looking at me like what are we doing so one time last year I planned a walk but I hadn't been on this walk before but someone in the group said that she'd been so I thought oh well she'll know where we're going and we're all going together anyway we ended up getting lost on like we went to Dovestone Reservoir. We ended up getting lost. There was like really, really poor visibility. It was really windy, really rainy. People were getting scared. And then after that, which was probably the worst hike I've been on, I kind of realised that um, I'm actually the leader and people are looking to me and you have to kind of be credible. And like that was a big mistake to go out and not be prepared and stuff. Um, so that's something that I've kind of had to build on. Because um, you're kind of like managing people almost mm. which and I never really set out to kind of be like a, a people manager so I've kind of found that a bit difficult 
and what else and also kind of having to explain the purpose of the group all the time to people mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't get it and people will say that it's that we're not inclusive enough and people will say that it, it's racist and 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 I think that's something where I used to really find it frustrating I used to let it get to me a lot because I think I used to get defensive about it um but then really like I'm just trying to see things from a different perspective now so when people say that we're not inclusive I would say well actually we are inclusive because we're including black people in this outdoors narrative where we weren't be before mm. um so and I think also as well that the people that um don't really understand why we have to have this safe space I think they're just privileged and they've never had to go go somewhere where they're the only people like like where they're a minority mm. I mean I think people just take that for granted really yeah absolutely and I think you know in a way it comes back to that point about the psychological safe space and actually how do you how do you take those first steps and encourage people to see a, a space as theirs and also like you said so to those of us who are privileged enough not have to worry about it and for people who've never even noticed to go actually this this is real and this is something that people do have to encounter um, and it's difficult like you said to challenge to do both of those things you know without putting yourself out there and without creating those spaces and I suppose on the flip side of that what have been the benefits that you've personally felt and that you've seen extend more widely than I guess even the group what's come out of it that you didn't expect and actually you're really proud of the main thing I'm proud of is how the group's actually grown. So we're now based in the Midlands and we're also in London, but it's also given me a lot more confidence in like what I'm actually capable of. So it was just kind of like a group, an idea for like a meetup kind of thing, but it's like spiraled into so much more than that. And that also, now that it's become like a small charity and technically I'm the chair of it, and it just gives us more a lot more opportunities of all the other things that we can do. So we're getting people involved in other outdoor activities now. And I think, yeah, I think the main thing is it's just made me feel more determined and realise that I had actually, I had skills that I didn't even think that I had. Yeah, so that thing of actually of, of just getting started with something, not really knowing where it was going to head, but what comes out of it in terms of, like you said, your own personal confidence and understanding of what you can do and what, you, what you're capable of. Yeah. So what's next? Where do you see the group heading? And also, what would you, what would you like to achieve? What are the next steps? So the next steps for the group are to get people trained up in outdoor leadership mm -hmm. and then we're going to um, change our structure to be a non-profit so that we can do like larger um, kind of projects I'd really like to work start working with youths as well um, just to like broaden their horizons from a, a much younger age and um, I'd also like to expand as well into other regions we're going to start doing retreats and we do have like a healing retreat planned at the moment where we're just doing a GoFundMe for that at the moment. And that's kind of like focusing on mental health as well. Mm -hmm. um, I think that with the current pandemic and the resurgence of Black Lives Matter, I think people's um, mental health has been really impacted. And some people might not even be aware, you know, how much it has actually impacted them. So I'd like to focus more on mental health um, I'd also like to get some people trained up as um, mental health first aiders so that when people are coming on the walks, they've got someone where they feel like they can, you know, a bit more comfortable talking to them. And yeah, and we'd also like to start doing some trips abroad as well. So we want to basically just 
hike hike the world basically oh that sounds incredible so for anyone who's listening to this or anyone thinks that's something that I would love to do but I just don't even know where to get started whether it's you know coming on one of your retreats or you know starting hiking and um, what advice would you give them I would always say try and find some kind of a meetup group to go to if you want to get into if you want to start anything if you're not comfortable starting something by yourself then go to an already established group because the people that you meet out hiking are the loveliest people and I know that people have this thing where they feel like the outdoors isn't for everybody but when you actually get outdoors the people are very welcoming there Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people don't um, expect and so I would always say yeah try and find a meetup group to, to join really and you don't have to worry about having like all amazing kit like I just had like really cheap kit when I first started. I literally bought my boots like the day before my walk. I haven't even walked them in yet. So, so yeah, just try and find a group, find a community to be a part of. Yeah, that's so important, isn't it? Just feeling that you're not doing it on your own. And I think you make a really important point, actually, that all those, often we do have a lot of those fears around, right, I don't have the right kit or I don't know exactly where I'm going, or I don't know, you know, that this whole world that I feel like I'm having to know about before I've even started. Mm-hmm. And actually just by linking up with other people who are either more experienced or just that you can do it together makes such yeah. a huge difference as well. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm no expert. And even though I run the group, I'm not like a an expert hiker or anything so last year after I got us lost um, and I decided to go on a navigation course Mm. they sent me a kit list and I had to google most of the stuff on the kit list because I was like what are gators and I now own them know what they are but like I'm still learning things all the time Mm. and I'll do like polls on my Instagram and ask people where do they want to go and people will name like these really famous hike routes and I've, I've never don't even know which ones they are Mm. I'm such an amateur I feel like I'm masquerading sometimes I think we all do to be fair I think you know being able to ask those questions as well and go look I don't know what this means or what these items are or where that place is and I've not heard of them and feeling it's okay to do that yeah I think is, is so important too so people want to find out more about either your retreats or your community where can they go to find out more about you so we're on Instagram and our Instagram is BGH underscore UK. We're also on Facebook um, and that's BGH Manchester. And we are on Twitter now as well, which is UK BGH. Um, so you can find us there, but we're more active on Instagram. But if you don't have Instagram, then go to Facebook. But Twitter is probably the last place for information <laughs> for us. <laughs> And you get all the beautiful pictures as well of the hikes. And if people wanted to find out more about how they can donate to your GoFundMe campaign for the retreats, um, where can they, is that on Instagram as well? Where can they go to? So the link is on all of our social media in the bio for our um, retreats. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Rianne. It's been such a pleasure to speak to you and I wish you all the best with your, with your retreats going forward. I think that they're so needed at the moment. So really important work you're doing. Um, and lovely to chat to you. You too. Cheers. Bye. As I was editing this podcast, I took some time to reflect on Rianne's comments and the conversation that we had. Um, and there's one thing that I keep coming back to and it is this idea of a psychological safe space. Um, and how important the work is that she is doing in terms of creating and maintaining that. 
I think for those of us who love the outdoors and who benefit from being in it, one of the things that we really love is that it creates a place that provides us both physical and psychological challenge. It's about putting us ourselves outside of our comfort zones and, and in a way seeing what we're capable of also being part of a, a wider community, people who also really enjoy being in those spaces. And I was also thinking how sometimes being outdoors can be pretty terrifying, you know, when the fog does roll in or when I've been paddling out and seeing this huge wave coming towards me. And then if you add to that the fear of being judged for even being present in these spaces due to the colour of your skin, you can imagine how much more important that these safe spaces become. And I've seen quite a few social media posts recently saying things like the outdoors is open to everybody or nature doesn't see colour. And I find it personally quite astonishing because just because the person who is commenting doesn't happen to see something or doesn't happen to notice it, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And for those who do experience either discrimination or a sense of exclusion, or just don't see themselves represented in the pervading narrative out there of what outdoor spaces and enjoying outdoor spaces look like, then actually it can operate as a very real barrier. And for this reason, I guess I'm particularly struck by Rianne's courage in setting up the group and in forming the community, but in actually being willing to stand up and be a voice for this and to continually have to present her case and argue for the reasons for having her group so even when she's challenged she is putting herself out there time and again because it's what she believes in and I think what she's doing is so so very necessary if we're really wanting to, to see inclusion and for inclusion to really exist and for real change to manifest itself in these spaces that we all love so much and um, so that's the thought I would like to leave you with today as always love to know your thoughts and comments so please get in touch resilience at work on instagram you can join the everyday adventure facebook group drop me a line get in touch and i'd love to hear from you um, otherwise i'll be back again next week with another podcast and look forward to speaking to you soon bye